he can get past anybody for that matter. So, I mean, <laughs> hey, he can beat that. He can beat the drugs, man. <laughs> it's true, though. It's, uh, he lost like 140 pounds. Yeah, it's nuts, man. The whole human being. <laughs> So before we carry on with the video, make sure you like and subscribe. It was an absolute pleasure talking to Shane Mosley Jr. Uh, one of the most, this was probably one of my funniest ones, like the one that I enjoyed the most. Shane Mosley is such a cool guy, man. Unbelievable person. And honestly, this is probably one of my favorite ones. So um, big up Shane Mosley Jr. Make sure you enjoy. Make sure you like and subscribe as well. And back to the whatever you call it, clip. <laughs> I heard Oscar's trying to make a real comeback, so. Yeah. Hopefully that means uh, I'll be, uh, you know, getting a fight soon. You know what I mean? Ryan Garcia has a fight. Oscar's trying to get a fight. Shoot. Uh, hopefully that means I'm getting a fight. Huh? Are you training though? Are you training? Yeah. Um, yeah. Just, just, just a little bit. Just kind of, you know, keep myself, you know, somewhat fit and, uh, you know, trying to stay close to the gym. I, I just like being, you know, in the gym all around. So uh, I try to. Try to do that. Like, what's your kind of routine? Do you have like a morning routine where you wake up, you go for one, you get ready to go to the gym and stuff like that? Um, I usually do like um, um, Wim Hof breathing. I do that. Oh, you do uh, it? Yeah. That's awesome. And, yeah, and so I take the the whole cold shower and the the, uh, the Wim Hof breathing, and then like really like just like praying that's like my thing so i'll pray well i'll do the wim hof breathing, breathing first and then i'll pray like right after uh like i tried like kind of like both like all right like you know pray first and wim hof but like i kind of like how that like I, I feel like right after like like immediately after I, I do the wim hof because like you just feel like you like just try to kill yourself you know <laughs> i sorry it feels like you just try to kill yourself like yeah so like you have that like i just survived death <laughs> i mean i don't know if anybody out there that does it but like for me like i feel like honestly man like holding your breath for three minutes is like like you feel close to death <laughs> from the extreme version because i only do mine for that one and a half where oh, yeah you, man where you get your ones from though uh, what do you mean, like the uh, Your, so the routine that you do? Where did you get that from? Is it from the app? No, I, I just um, they have an app. That's cool. No, yeah. I just do it, like I just do it myself. Uh, so like I'll just like I do fifty breaths in, and then have my timer. And you hold it for what uh, three minutes? Three minutes. Yeah. So yeah. I so what I what I what I've done is so I do the uh, I do four sets. So I'll do two minutes, two minutes. Two and a half minutes and then three minutes. Have you always been able to do three minutes or did you work up for that? Oh, I worked up to that, bro. Like, oh, okay. I did, I, not, not until just recently have I been able to do the three minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and then so I was doing the, the one that was guided, like on YouTube. And that was, um, I found that it was harder for me to maybe because I was just so used to it that I would like kind of have the same feelings as far as like needing to take a breath, like when you do it. So you get like, obviously your mind starts to get familiar with the sounds and things like that. So, you know, like when the times are, like you just kind of get familiar with the situation. So um, I found that it was, it was better when I didn't know, when I was uncertain of like, kind of like the routine. So still doing it, but not knowing 
that. So that's why I did it for myself. Like, so I would just kind of feel my, my heart feel like kind of like what was going on in myself rather than hearing the music and hearing the, you know, kind of the, the, the familiarity with everything. And it helped kind of grow um, that time. Of course, it's hard. It's really, really hard. But um, I just found that it, it helped. I can't believe you do three minutes, man. You know what? I pause the TV because, I like you, I was like, you know, you get used to it. You're gonna stop. It starts to feel not easy, but you're just like, I can do more. So yeah. I start pausing it, and like you feel like you're dying. But I cannot do three minutes. That's insane. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you do it? What What the benefits for you in your mind? What are you doing it for? Um, well, so I was actually really big on like ice baths. I still kind of am really big on ice baths. Um, and then obviously, you know, Wim Hof is like huge of, on ice baths. So I kind of was looking into the benefit, like, like looking to, into him and the kind of the benefits of what that like does for you. Because I found when I was on the contender, they had the, uh, like ice bath for us like to use. And I was like the only guy that used it, but like after every fight or after like a really, really hard training session, which was quite often, um, we, I would jump in the ice bath for about 15 minutes and, um, like just, you know, kind of like sink into that feeling. And I felt that that was important to sink into that feeling of like, I don't like this. This is painful. Like, because I feel like you train your mind to deal with things that are painful. You train your mind to deal with things that are hard and that's important in life, you know, because there's things that are not so easy all the time in everyday life that are very, very like difficult that you just have to with, withstand and get through in order to get the result or get the outcome that you want. Um, so that was kind of the reasons why I did it. And I felt like, especially like preparing for a fight, uh, ice baths are, are kind of important. They give you that, 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 um, that mindset to kind of stay in there. And then you also recover and things like that. But I do it more for the, the mindset rather than the recovery. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Well, and, and so with, with that being said, um, the Wim Hof breathing is kind of, it falls into that same thing, right? Like I, every, like I do it every morning. I did it this morning and I feel like every morning I dread it. I'm like, Oh God, I gotta go breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, dang. Yeah. But it's like, okay. And I've been doing it for, I want to say now it's been two years since I've been doing it. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's a struggle, but something that I like doing. Have you seen the benefits from it? I have. Um, so, um, what I noticed with the Wim Hof breathing specifically, because uh, I actually did it uh, like right before I was going down to go fight. Um, what I noticed is that it heightens your your sentence, senses, right? If you ever get into like, if you've ever been into like a car accident or like if you ever got into something that like really scared the crap out of you, you get that that feeling that like that like the. Um, I don't know how to describe it, but you get that like like that goosebump, like like I just survived something, or I just you know like that whatever that is, you get that like right after you do Wim Hof breathing, and and so 
I feel like that's like your fight or flight. I'm sure that there's more like science out there that uh, kind of supports the uh, the situation. I remember like one of, I know a guy who, who does, he's one of my trainers. Um, he was saying that he does something to the sympathetic nervous system as far as um, because you get that feeling of death, your your heart rate slows down. Your mind then goes into a sense of fight or flight where I have to defend itself and then it starts healing. But when you get into that mindset and you put yourself in that mode, you um, um, get a sense of like focus because you only have a few, like a very limited amount of choices when you're facing death, right? Mm-hmm. It's like either that way or that way. <laughs> so uh, so when you put your mind in, in that, that place, it helps you kind of hone into certain things. And I feel like it has been beneficial to me. Uh, I, you know, it's not like some like crazy thing. It's just something that I feel like, um, helps me. Um, but every little bit counts, man. When you, when you start stacking up your, your wins, you want to, you want that just little bit of an advantage. And, and, uh, if you can get that and, you know, every day or whatever the case is a little bit can make a change it's that mental aspect as well when it helps so much it's like me when i go in a i, get, I done muay thai this morning and yeah. i freaking hot and then you jump i jump straight into a cold shower and just that kind of i try to breathe before just get my breathing going and trying to hold that tempo because when you keep that breathing it does i don't know what it is but it keeps you it keeps you calm in that situation but when I get in there, that, that goes out the window and start going, <laughs> and it goes. But like uh, that mental aspect, I enjoy that as well. Just pushing through that mental aspect. Is that a big thing for you as well? Just mentally building up that strength. Absolutely. That, that, that's why I do it. Um, I do it for uh, that mental aspect, uh, trying to, to get in there. Like I said, I do 15 minutes, which, which most people like. Uh, 15 minutes with uh, 80 pounds, which is about 80 pounds of ice, which is, uh, I don't know what that would be in stones or whatever like that, but it's, 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 it's a lot of ice. You know what I mean? Like I get a lot of, of ice. And, um, so, um, I try to really, really like freeze my butt off mm-hmm. and, um, I, I want to be able to do it. You know what I mean? I, I can get through this. I can get through anything. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can put my mind through anything. If I say I'm going to do something, I'm going to do it. And that's that, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, so, so with that being said, you, you train that if you continuously do that, um, when, 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 it, when the time comes to when you actually need to use that muscle, it's there. See, um, in boxing, it's kind of a given for me anyway. I want to see what your opinion is. But the mental aspect in boxing, that's a huge aspect. So if you keep doing that and keep pushing that mental strength, surely that will push you further in, in, uh, in your career as well. Is that what you, how you look at it as well? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, everybody can fight. You know what I mean? There's there's people in wheelchairs that can fight, um, but it's how you use your fight, and it's how you 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 uh, try to implement that the resilience with with uh, your strategy and, and skill. If you have the 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 mindset to to no matter what this guy does, I'm still going to implement what it is that I came here to do. Um, and you gotta, you gotta use strategy, you gotta use willpower, you gotta use, uh, all of the elements in which you have in yourself and you have to use that because, um, fighting is an expression of yourself. If it, it, it's, it is most definitely art, 
um, you know, they, they used to say the art of boxing. They, they kind of got away from it and, and, and say like fighting. It is fighting, but, but it is also art. I have to understand what it is he's trying to do and then implement my game plan and then create um, what it is that I'm trying to do with what he's giving me. So, um, and that, that, that takes a lot of different skills, uh, but most of all, resilience, mind power, and strategy, which all come from the brain. Mm, so important, isn't it? Super important. Even in the gym. When you're in the gym, yeah. you need to push past that, you know, when you're thinking, nah. When most people would say, I'm done. Mm-hmm. Push forward that little bit more and having that mental strength. When you go to that fight, you're better prepared as well. That mental strength is so important. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's most definitely important. Um, I think also, too, um, like kind of like when we talked about with the, with the ice bath, no matter what, like, like I don't care how cold this thing is, I'm going to get through it. And that that's the hardest. I feel like that's the, the hardest part, like still having the willpower to do what it is that you want to do and can do in that moment. Especially like when a lot of times because you're, you're cold, nobody wants to move or, or whatever the case is, this might be a bad example, but um, I think when a lot of times people have a hard time um, doing the things that they, they, they try to do when they're exhausted, you know what I mean? And, and, and that, that like, I just need to, I just need to do this, but I'm, I'm so exhausted. I don't want to, I don't want to burn out or I don't want to get hit with this shot because if I do that, he might hit me. But like, it's like, nah, I came to do that. And I'm going to do that. I don't care if he hits me. I don't care if I get tired. I don't give a, I don't give a, ugh. <laughs> I'm going, I am going to do what it is I came out here to do. So that, you know, and, and you have to build that. That is a skill. That's not just like, Oh, he just, you either guys have it or not. And, and, and sure, there might be some guys that have it more so than others, but that is a skill that you can obtain, a skill that I'm going to do what it is that I came here to do no matter what, no matter what he tries to do, I still have the willpower to do that. Um, and so you you just got to build that skill. I feel like people, not even in just boxing, in life, right? If you not enjoy the moments, but a part of me, relish, I love the moments, especially after you've done it as well. The feeling mm-hmm. is the best. But like, um, just that, do you enjoy it? Because it sounds like, see, when I listen to you speaking about it, I can kind of see what I feel as well, where I, I low-key enjoy the moments. Do you feel the same? Sure. Absolutely. You, you, because you recognize it. You recognize this is the moment um, when I have to make that choice. You know what I mean? Like, when you, when you can see that moment, you can recognize that moment. You go, ah, yeah, this is the point where I need to do this. You know what I mean? And so those are important because you go, yeah, I, I did that. You know what I mean? Like, uh, or, or like, like I was the man in that moment or I, I was the boss in that moment. You know what I mean? And I saw the moment I took advantage of that. And, and though that's, that's a reason to kind of pat yourself on the back or, or be like, yeah, like I did that. So absolutely. What was, um, you mentioned the contender earlier, the contender series. Uh, what was that like for you? Because when I watched it, it looked like a proper hostile environment. You have all these guys that are trying to win the same thing, insane in the same place. What was that like for you? Was that oh a- man, that 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 was a um, 
a great experience. Um, there's a lot of different elements that I feel that that you gain from that if you understand what exactly uh, you need to do in order to win, right? So uh, a lot of people don't know, right, that we all trained at the same time every single day right next to each other, right? Um, so you get to see everybody train. You get to see everybody work out. Everybody's, you know, got their clicks or whatever the case is. But you learn to kind of find your own within that. And some people, you know, show too much. Some people don't show enough. Some people kind of fold within, you know, these situations. But I really feel like you have to have um, like your own niche and stay within that. Because I feel like a lot of times people take, because you have to fight four times in the house. Uh, that's before the finale. Um, so with that being said, I think a lot of times guys would win because what they're used to, right? When you win, you don't know when the next time you're going to fight or, you know, you fight like two months later or something like that. But so you lose that, that fight, you lose focus. So when people won, I would notice like a little bit of change from them, or I would notice that they wouldn't do the same things or they would eat too much or they wouldn't go for their, their run or anything like that. You know what I mean? Like right after I won, I'm going for a run or like, I'm, you know what I mean? Like, you know what I mean? Or, or, or something, because I'm still in the fight. I'm still, I'm still here. I still got to fight somebody next. I'm still thinking about, you know, what it is, you know, that I'm doing. I'm still, so one thing that you said uh, about a ritual, uh, when I'm fighting, when I'm, when I'm uh, getting ready for, you know, fights and things like that, I write a lot. So I'll write, like whatever it is, like whether it's something that I want to remember or I write like I'm a champion, right? I write like I, and I'll write it a lot. Like I'll just write it all over the paper. Like I'm a champion. I'm fearless in the ring. I'm, I'm this, I'm that. I'm, I'm the greatest, whatever, whatever, whatever. You knew about that before, and is is that why you do it, or is that just something you naturally did? Um, well, I, I, I obtained it. Uh, of course, I've, I've heard from from many different people and things like that, and and I, uh, about just like writing, right? So you make it real, right? Like you write something tangible, like so. Like when I write down on there, I am a champion. I've I've already made it real. I've made it real to myself and then I can make it real out in the world. Right. So when I write these things and I go out and do it, I've already made it real before it was real. So for me, that was something that was important. But anyways, going back to the the contender series, I was writing that. And I would, uh, one of my uh, friends, he told me to write when I was on the show. He's just like, hey, just, just, just sit down and write and, and, and write whatever you want, but just, just write and make sure that, that you stay away from, uh, like all of the, the negativity, all of the, the, those things, don't engage in those things. Of course, confront them, but don't engage in all those, all those things. Don't look like a punk, but also don't, don't get too involved in, in the, the negativity. Stay focused. So obviously, that's what, one thing that you got to do. In order to stay focused, you stay in your lane. You're right. I am this. I am that. 
and you continue to grow. And so with that being said, I found myself um, empowering myself throughout the whole thing and, and kind of staying focused and staying on task. And it's a very hard thing to do when you have a, um, a very small space with 16 guys trying to win the same thing. Um, there's a lot of different things that go on, a lot of different emotions, but you got to have to find your way through it. You definitely have to find um, your own lane. And I think a lot of times too, a lot of the guys on the show, they wanted to fight everybody, right? Like as far as like you have your, your scope out on every single person rather than one at a time, right? Yes, I see all of you guys. I see that I could fight all of you guys, but I only fight one of you at a time, right? So if I get myself riled up on every single person all the time, I'm constantly, I'm constantly, like I'm constantly a dog on like a, a leash, like, <laughs> and that, that can tire you out. But if you go, yes, I'm not going to let any one of you try to, try to, you know, talk mess or anything like that, or try to bully me or anything like that. But I'm also not going to um, engage too much in that situation. I'm going to stay in my lane, stay focused. And when, when it's the time is right to fight one of you guys, I'm going to knock you, I'm, oh, I'm going to knock you off, beat you, whatever the case is. And that's what I, I, I felt like I, I did every single, every single time. So for me, like, I've never been big in like disrespecting people before I fight them. That's just not something that I feel like is necessary. Right. Because if you feel like you can di disrespect somebody and you don't, you, you know, you, you say like, Oh, you know, this guy ain't, ain't, ain't shit. Right. Then after you beat him, why should we care? Why should anyone care if you beat him? They shouldn't. Right. Because he, he wasn't shit. Right. So with that being said, you have to respect the person that you're fighting. I respect him. I hope, hope that he respects me. And if he doesn't respect me, I'm sure right after we fight, he will respect me. This, this uh, things as well, where if you don't want to be caught in the ring and you realize I should have respected this guy more. You don't exactly. want to be respecting him in the ring. You'd rather right. respect him before you get in there. I know what you're saying. I'm with you. Exactly. And, and the thing is too, um, I would rather be more cautious of a guy rather than not cautious. Because if I get in there and I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, oh, this guy ain't nothing. This guy is, is whatever. You know what I mean? And then I get in there and he's a dragon and he, then I, I can't do nothing later. But if I took into the fight, okay, man, this guy, this guy's a dragon. This guy has got all kinds of stuff. I see it. I've seen, I see some of the things he's doing. He does this good. He does this good. He does this good. Okay. And then you get in there and he goes, oh, that wasn't as good as I thought. Okay. That, that ain't so good either. Okay. Oh man, this guy ain't nothing. But if I figure that out in the ring, that's when I use it to my advantage. So um, I think that I would use that approach better. Of course, not, not overly like trying to complicate the situation. Not saying like, oh, this guy has everything. How could I ever, you know, you, you, that's not what you do, but you want to go take, yeah, but, but you want to take into uh, to account the things that he is good at and, and try to be as genuine to the situation without overwhelming yourself as possible. 
You know, you want to be genuine to the situation. You want to, you, you want to be real with yourself because this is a real situation that you got to deal with. So you go in there and you, you, you treat the situation as real as possible and say, look, I got this. I can deal with this because I've done this in the gym. I've done that in the gym and I, I do have this. And then you, you work your way through it. But, uh, so I think a lot of the, the struggles with people is they were trying to fight every single person in there at one time. Right. You, oh, I whoop his ass. I whoop his ass. I whoop his ass. I whoop his ass. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, nah, like none of you guys can, in here can beat me. That's the way I thought. None of you guys in here could beat me. And all of you guys have doubted me. So I'm going to show you that I'm going to show you that I am here to win. I'm going to show you guys. And when I fight one of you, I'm going to, I'm going to show you one at a time. So Devon Lee, I showed him. I made sure I, I made sure I knocked him out like that. I think I, I, I think I took and like I took it more personal. I think that's why I didn't I don't I don't feel like that was a good fight for me. Actually, I took more shots than I should have. I, I did. I, I did a lot of things that that were, I guess, wrong, I guess you could say. But uh, I got the I got the knockout. So that's that was the most important thing. Uh, and then uh, with Daniel Valdivia, I felt like um I just didn't feel like he had it all here. Uh, he just wasn't, I don't know. I, I just, I could feel his nerves all the time. Like I could just feel his nerves. I could feel that he was just so, he was just so anxious. You could take advantage of those things. Right. And I saw some of the, some of the ways that he had fought before too. And he was, he was the type of guy that I felt like I could manipulate into running into shots. So he was a guy that I felt like could, I could hit him with a good shot, move off, and then catch him right in the middle of him coming in. You know what I mean? So, um, and then uh, Michael Moore, he just wasn't, I don't feel like he had anything for me. He just, he couldn't have, he, he didn't have anything for me. Um, and then I felt like um, after the thing going into the, the uh, finale, I felt like I, I disengaged, unfortunately. I disengaged from that that thought. And I felt like that was something that I, I should not have done. You know what I mean? Like you take yourself, you know, because, you know, you would, I was filming for however long, then we had to wait like 12 weeks or something like that. And uh, it was a long period where I was like, okay, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll get to it. You know what I mean? I'll, I'll, I'll get back. You know, I, I did a, a, a decent camp. I did, I think I did like 10 weeks or something like that of camp. But um, the mindset, the mindset is where I felt like I lost it. And I felt like, um, you know, that was my fault, obviously. Like, but, um, you know, uh, you just kind of got to learn from that, that mistake. Learn to stay stay when when it's time to to get ready or prepared you, you still have those skills to kind of turn it back turn it back on so um that was some things that i learned from the contender quite a bit um but uh, and i'm sure that there's a lot more that i could tell you about andre ward was great I, I loved having him on the show he was um he was incredible like i mean just just his his insight his knowledge uh he, he would notice that like so we had like this thing where we did the um I think they call it bracketology. I don't know if that's the, the actual word, but like when they would do the brackets, like, so like, you know, like for like tournaments, you have like the brackets and things like that, like where, where you know, first seed, second seed, you know, like where, where everything is. And then, um, um, so 
we had, we, we would do this in a room every single, like every other day we would do like this thing where they call it bracketology, where they would show, um, the bracket and like kind of where everybody was, like where they would put their name and where they wanted to fight next. Um, and every single day I would go and sit by the contender belt. Like I would go cause they had the belt and they had it on display and there was a seat right next to the belt. And every single day I sat by it unconsciously until he said something. Then like, I was like, yeah, I'm definitely sitting by the belt right now. But he was like, it's crazy. Every single day I see you sit, go and sit by the belt. He's like, he's like, you keeping your, you keeping it close to you. You know, you keeping it, you keeping your eyes on it. And, and, and when he said it, I was like, man, I must've been doing that unconsciously. Must, must've been like, just like thinking like, it's already mine. I'm just sitting close to it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and so that was kind of the thing, but, but he said he was like that. You know, he said, he's like, if, if, like if I, if, if I were one of you guys, I'd be sleeping out here on the couch next to none of you guys. Cause I felt like none of you guys are on my level. So I would be, I would be sitting. Cause we all like, kind of like, uh, we had at one point in time, uh, there was two separate rooms for like the teams. And then, uh, when, when, you know, when they got smaller, uh, as far as, um, you know, like when the fights happened, I think it was when there was like eight guys, they moved us into one room and all eight of us were in the room. And then obviously kept on like going down from there. Um, but yeah, he was like, man, if it were up to me, I wouldn't be sleeping next to none of you guys because I would have felt like you guys are on my level and I, and I don't want to sleep with like, yo, you guys basically. And he's like, that's the way I was like when, as an amateur and, and still like when I, when I'm fighting somebody, I, I, I think like that, you know, this guy's not on my level. This guy, you know, he don't do this like me or whatever the case is. So, uh, it, it was, uh, it was kind of, it was kind of cool to have him, uh, as a mentor, uh, before that. The thing is that yeah, and I want to take you to a fight. Do you know that Anthony Joshua and Andy Ruiz fight? First fight? Yeah. I'm not saying that when I look at Anthony Joshua, he seems very humble. There's a there's that little chance of underestimating somebody just unconsciously. You just can't help but look at something and be like, he's not on my level. You know what I'm saying? Do you reckon that might play a part in that fight? Um the element of that? Uh, man, that, that, that was just hard. Uh, I mean, it's hard to say. Mm. I think it's easy to say that, but I, I think Anthony Joshua takes every fight seriously. I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, I think, you know, there, there, there could have been slight elements of that, but I, I think, obviously, he came in there to knock Ruiz out. And he, he was trying to do that. You know what I mean? So like, it wasn't like he, like he wasn't trying to knock him out or anything like that. I think you, it was more so he was unfamiliar with the guy. He was unfamiliar with, I, he was a replacement for, wasn't it Dillian White or, or who, 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 who was it? Jerome. Jerome. Yeah. Yeah. He was a replacement for him. So with that being said, you know, you get a guy, I don't know what, what the time frame was on that. I think it was a couple of weeks. Um, you know, you probably, you know, disappointed that you didn't get the fight that you wanted. Um, you know, some things have had to change with, 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 um, uh, your, your training camp and things like that. Maybe the focus changes and, um, you maybe think like, Oh, because of his, his, his stature, he doesn't look like somebody that could really, you know, 
do much. You don't really watch as many films as they probably watched maybe one film. It was like, ah, oh, you know, he, he, he's nothing special. You know what I mean? Like after like seeing him and then watching, you know, watching one fight, you go, okay. You know, he didn't knock out the last guy he fought. Okay. But I, I don't, I don't know if that, 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 I mean, I see where you, you could say that maybe he underestimated him, but I think it was kind of the, the whole situation like in itself that was his first fight in America. You know, he's probably, you know, doing a, making a whole lot of, you know, things, whether it be, you know, just like thoughts in his head of like, I want to, you know, do good. And, you know, this should be the guy or, and not actually focusing on Anthony, I mean, uh, Andy Ruiz, not, not actually focusing particularly on him. Now I feel like if he would have had a fuller camp focused on, just him it probably would have wouldn't have happened where he um got caught with something like that you'd be able to pick up on you know the way andy throws his shots or um you know how he um actually likes the aggression andy kind of like likes for the, the aggression so and you see when he was able to to tune into those things and really um, focus in on him he wasn't an issue at all that, and I feel like even if they fought again I don't care what kind of shape the, 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 the Anthony Joshua I seen that night he wasn't he wasn't beating him you can't you, you couldn't beat that guy um, uh, Andy Ruiz that is now uh, we're going to segue a little bit. I can't, I, I, with that performance, with that last performance and the last performance I've seen in Tyson Fury, boy, I can't wait. Who do you think will win that fight? Oh, oh man. I think that's probably the closest 50-50 fight I think we've had in a very, very, very long time. Um, I think that... Uh, Tyson Fury is most definitely going to have to use his tactics of, you know, his banter. He's going to have to. He's going to have to. Uh, he's um, and he's going to have to manipulate his size to, you know, I mean, to to put that size on him a little bit because obviously, you know, it, it helped him with um, uh, Deontay Wilder and um, you know, kind of implement his his game plan. I feel like if he does that, he will have the advantage but if he allows uh anthony joshua to to box like he did um do you think against do you think i mean he has the skills too i feel like i feel like he's gonna he's gonna probably need to to, to implement it not not box the whole fight like he did the andy ruiz but implement it in places you know what i mean use the boxing and then you know, get inside or, or, or land some heavy shots when he needs to. Um, but you're going to have to, I think in that particular fight, you're going to have to use more than one game plan. I think because both guys, as you can see, have more than one tool. So it's not just, you know, one one thing or one, one way, you know, in certain levels of the fight, you're going to have to implement uh, different game plans. Um, but so, so yeah, I feel like he's going to have to use that um, probably probably early on. He's going to have to use that. And then 
and then then implement some of that uh you know the heavy artillery throughout those things and then maybe later on jump on but I mean, it's it's anyone's fight, honestly. That 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 fight can go <laughs> anyway. Obviously, um, Anthony Joshua has the power to knock down uh, Tyson Fury. I mean, he can knock down uh, Vladimir Klitschko and and all these other guys. I'm almost positive he could knock down Tyson Fury, um, and I'm sure that Tyson Fury could do the same. So we're in for a go. I felt that he won the first fight. And then to see, I didn't think that he could do that the second fight. You know what I mean? I was like, uh, maybe that's just like gamesmanship. Maybe he's just saying all this stuff just for, for gamesmanship. And, but he did exactly what he said. He came out, uh, you know, like we talked about, for, you know, for, uh, in the beginning. You know what I mean? He did what he said he could do. He said, I'm going to do that. I don't care what I have to go through. And I think he got hurt the, the, the first round or something like that. He got hit with a nice right hand that you could tell, like, bothered him a little bit. And he he walked through and said, nah, my game plan was this, and I'm about to go out there and do that. I don't care what this guy hits me with. I don't care what he does. He's not going to win. He's, I'm going to knock him out. And people laughed at him. Yeah, I know. But it just shows what mental strength can do. Absolutely. Strength is insane. If you've got the right mental strength and the belief, you can do anything. Well, you know, it's so funny. This is, this this might be on a different level, but I remember uh, one of my buddies said, "Man, he's a recovering he's a recovering addict, man. Yeah. If he can if he can get past that and change his life and turn his life around, he can get past anybody for that matter." So, I mean, <laughs> hey, if he can beat that. He can beat the drugs, man. <laughs> it's true, it's so, he lost like hundred and forty pounds. Yeah, it's nuts, man. A whole human being. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. You, you can do anything. Hey, one thing I wonder about you is I'm like, I wonder this about everybody, right? Is when did you decide when you got in the ring, this is what I'm going to do? Um, the first time I ever sparred and uh, I had a bloody nose and I had like, just a great sparring session. And um, yeah, man, ever since then, I wanted to fight. What was it? Just like uh, you got home, he's like, I need to get back. Was it? Did you win that spot? Was it? Because for me, something like, uh, see if I don't do good at something, that gets me every time. I'm right. like, I need to keep doing this. Um, no, I, I mean, I don't, I don't remember the sparring session, uh, like particularly, but I remember just having a bloody nose and just thinking, man, I want to do this again. Because the guy that I was sparring was my friend. Like it was, it wasn't somebody like like he was. He actually was the, the reason why I came down. He was, he was like, "Hey man, you want to come down into the boxing gym? I'm going to uh, Azusa Boxing Club, which is like maybe like uh, like 10, 15 minutes from, from where I lived. And I'm going down there to spar. You want to come down and, and spar? Was like, I yeah, we can we can spar. Cool. Like yeah, I, I had never really worked out or anything like that. Obviously, you know. Uh, I was with my, uh, you know, been to the gym with my dad and, you know, would train and work out like kind of whatever, but I wouldn't, I had never like sparred like that before. Like, not for real. Um, so anyways, so we get down there and we spar. Zach Padilla, I don't know if you know who that is, but he was a world champion. He was, he was, he was uh, coaching us and uh, he was like, yeah, get in there and, and just, you know, work out <laughs> and, or, and just, uh, you know, spar. Uh, so we get in there, spar. We did. I think we did like three or four rounds, and uh, 
I would just wanted to do it again, man. It wasn't even anything like, like spectacular or anything like that. I just, I was like, man, I really like this. I want to do this again. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, just the, the, uh, you know, just the, everything about it, it grows and, uh, you just want to build yourself more and more. And, and then it just comes like a, it becomes a cycle, man. It's not, I don't feel like there was like, um, you know, like this crazy, like, oh man, like I, I knocked a guy out or, or I knocked him down and I was like, oh yeah, I'm meant to do this. Like, no, I was just like, yeah, I got a bloody nose and, and I just wanted to do it again. And then I came back and did, you know, did it again and trained and like, I'm, I'm going to do this. So, um, yeah, that, that's how I, I kind of came to boxing. And then I had my first amateur fight when I was 17 years old and then just can continued, uh, first pro fight 23 i just kept on continuing to grow man the thing with like um boxing martial arts whatever it is i think if you get that it's addictive it can be addictive i think if you Absolutely. get and then you realize there's so many different layers to it it can you can just end up going down the rabbit hole yeah yeah, absolutely. yeah. um so one one thing that that uh, I felt like it were people a lot of people asking me like oh, you know what would you do if you weren't like boxing or what do you think your, your your choice of job would have been if you weren't boxing and and my thing would have always been psychology so like I think that 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 is the most important thing I feel like you take into to these things how are you going to handle yourself when you get when you get challenged with adversity and like I said before uh, in my one of my earlier statements is that <clears throat> you take yourself into the ring, right? It's an expression of you. So what it is you're feeling, what it is you're going through, all of that comes out when you're fighting. And it's how you can control those feelings, how you can use those feelings and how you can, you know, kind of understand that you don't have any control over the outcome. You have to actually let go. People don't understand that. You don't have the control over the outcome. A lot of times people give, like, like uh, Rolando Romero, uh, he was uh, he fought. And a lot of people gave him a lot of crap because, you know, they felt he didn't win. But at the end of the day, he doesn't have control over the outcome. He didn't judge the fight. He wasn't sitting there throwing punches and then going to judge his fight. All he did was he did his best and he was victorious. So that's all you can do. You All you can do is do your best, fight your fight, and, um, you know, hope that you came out victorious. Hope that you did enough to outwill the other guy, to, to knock him out or be faster than him, get to a certain point. But it's not like there's like, um, you know, like, of course, you control the outcome, but like there's that, that that thin line, right? You control it, but then you can only control it to so so far. And I think you have to understand that. I think you can go into it. You gotta know that. I think if you're in your head too much thinking I have to win this, and you're trying to take control of the situation, that's too much energy. You can't do that. Right. But uh, so I know where you're coming from. Did you think he won that fight, the Rolando uh, the Rolando fight this last weekend? Um, I didn't. I didn't think that that, that uh, he won the fight, but um, you know, there's. Uh, I get what you're saying. Though. I'm with you. 
Yeah, you know, like uh, you know, he did. He 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 fought his fight. You know what I mean? Like, and and he felt that he won. He felt that he did enough to win. And you know, I, I'm not a judge. I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you know, hey, you know, you ain't, you know, like that's another thing that a pet peeve of mine too. Like, 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 um, when when Timothy Bradley beat um, Manny Pacquiao, right? They were sending him death threats. Like, they, you know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, no, for real. Like, he had legitimate death threats. Some like, people, you know, like. But- but 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 it's, but it's like, do you understand that this man had nothing to do with the outcome of that fight? Like, do you understand like you sending him death threats and and and, and doing these things? So people get like kind of over like overwhelming when it comes to things like that. And it's just like like you can't control everything, man. Like you know, um, yeah, you got to just kind of let some things, you know, happen. You know, I don't like what's going on in the world, but I I can only do what I can do. Whatever that may be, I can only do what I can do, and I can voice my opinion when it when it's necessary, and then, you know, let the the chips fly where they may. Um, and, and I, sorry to cut you off, brother. But what I want to say was, see, when we first spoke, I remember asking you about, how oh, no, I asked you about just how you was dealing with the pandemic, what was training like. You're just like, eh, that's basically you saying like, it is what it is. I'm gonna do what it is. So I, yeah. I know that's your mentality, and I remember thinking, wow, he's really just getting to a lot of people, and the people I know personally that have, it's, they kind of took that, not that break, but that routine was broken, and they couldn't get, mm-hmm. their pandemic started to grow into something really big in their life, where they couldn't get back into that routine, back in the gym, it became a thing. So, what? see, when it first happened, right, just, I'm just trying to figure out where your mind was at at the time because you dealt with it the right way. You just carried on as normal and it worked out best for you. But what was your yeah. mind like when you first found out lockdown, gyms might start closing? Where was your mind at? What was you thinking? Um, I, I, honestly, you know, I, I think I, I was most definitely scared. You, know, you, you kind of get, you, you, you have to think, or I think you tend to think like the absolute worst, like, right. Like, like you go like far the other way. Right. We gotta, we gotta go live in a bunker somewhere. <laughs> you know, uh, I don't know how, if it was true out there in, in the UK, but I would hear everybody was buying up toilet paper. Oh man. Yeah, did, did you did you guys get that or no? Do you know what basmati rice is? You must know what basmati rice is, right? So it's like rice, it's like, uh, but it's not long, it's just a rice that we use, yeah? And they were running out of rice. And you know, yeah. people like rice. So people yeah. were selling rice on eBay for like a hundred pounds. That's like a hundred. Wow. Yeah, so I, was like going to, I was looking it up for rice. I was like, oh, this is a business thing now. But people were fighting over tissues. It was insane, man. It was going crazy. And you start to realize how crazy people are and how like, Everyone's oh, yeah. feeling like I'm taking care of me. It was a right. whole community thing going on. It was insane, man. So yeah, yeah. yeah. So so when that first came out, obviously that was kind of scary. And then just kind of um, you know, having to calm your I think, you know, just once you once everything started going, you kind of are able to to rationalize your mind and and then go, okay, I have to stay consistent. You know, I, I can I can lose my mind over everything else, or I can stay stay consistent. And then, when necessary, I I, I still am aware, 
right? You still have to be aware of what's going on in the world and, and, and have, you know, a plan for whatever it is that goes on. But for the most part, you have to stay consistent. It's, it's the most important thing. Um, you know, you, there's so many examples of that, right? Like you, like you're, 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 you shouldn't change because everything else, well, at least change completely. Um, unless like, unless like the world was actually ending, but if the, my world's not ending, if I can see that my world's not ending, I can see certain things are changing, but not completely. I still have to stay consistent and do what it is I'm, I'm doing. So when the gate does open back up, when things do go back to what they were or some form of that, I do have, I am ready. I am prepared. But if you go, uh, you know, the world's ending and just start knocking stuff down or, or, or going nuts or doing things out of character, then when the time does come, you have lost everything or you've harmed yourself by not staying on, on, on path. That's what happened to me, man. I went running. I used to run every morning. I was one of them guys who was in the gym at like five in the morning. I was one of them kind of guys. Yeah. Like, I tried to start going running because the gyms were closed. I couldn't go. I started going running and then I just stopped, man. I started eating. I was just staying at home. I started getting rolls on my stomach. I'd never seen that in my life. It got crazy. What was your eating like when you uh, in lockdown and pandemic? Um, man, uh, everything. <laughs> I mean, I tried everything. Like, I ain't gonna I was well. <laughs> eating everything, man. Um, but, but like, it was so funny because I like, like when the pandemic happened, it's kind of crazy, but, um, uh, cause I trained two, two times, two times a day. Right. Like for the most part, like I haven't been lately, like in the past uh, couple of weeks, but I would just, I just trained like, you know, one day or, uh, three days a week or something like that. But, um, when I'm like, like really training, I'm training like twice, a, like twice a day, six days out of the week. Right. So when I'm doing that and I'm thinking that I was thinking that in the beginning of the pandemic, I'm like, all right, when we come out of this pandemic, I got to be ready to fight. Right. That's what I'm thinking. I'm, I, I got to be ready to fight. I'm like, when we come out of this pandemic, I got to be ready to fight. So I got to train two times a day. <laughs> so I was literally during the pandemic when it started, I would train him. I work out in my garage and then I would go uh, later on in the day, go run like at night or like, like, you know, like midday. So I would do my little workout sessions, whether it be spark, uh, I mean, uh, shadow boxing, whether it be like, you know, like kinesthetics or things like that. And then I would go run later on. It's awesome having you on, man. But, um, <laughs> you know, but before I,